Welcome to the Vibrant MD Podcast, where we discuss weight loss, women's health, and food. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Awad, a family doctor and certified weight loss coach. This podcast is informational, but is not meant as medical advice. Anything you want to change after listening should be discussed with your own doctor and personal medical team. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Hello, my vibrant friend. I am just still thrilled from our workshop last night. We talked about the unstoppable mindset and really focused on how compassionate self-talk helps us lose weight more easily than the voice of the judge who talks mean to us when we look at ourselves in the mirror and talked about how that voice is not actually ourselves, but a thought loop from childhood that we don't need anymore. So it was a really great conversation. And we had people from multiple countries around the world. So that was a lot of fun. I will talk more about this on a future podcast. But for now, I just wanted to let you know that we are enrolling at Vibrant MD Weight Loss, which is for professional women over age 50 who are ready to achieve permanent weight loss. This is for people who are really generally thrivers in their life and are ready to make a change and get this done. Today we're talking about looking at your home and how that can be getting in the way of your weight loss journey. So maybe this is your house, your apartment, your condo, wherever you're living. What goes on in your house that causes problems with weight loss? I thought about this a lot because I moved recently and we built a new house and our old house, you'd walk into the mudroom and it dumped you right into the kitchen after the mudroom. And it was a spot where Food was super available immediately upon entering the house. It was also a spot where you would bring stuff in like mail and dump it onto the kitchen island. So there were a lot of things about just the design of it that seemed nice at first going right into the kitchen, but then also made things messier, like dumping the mail on the island, and also really worked against weight loss because as soon as you walked in, it seemed time to eat. Now, one of my clients was describing something very similar recently. And in her wisdom, she said, you know what it is? It's that you walk in and it's your habit to eat. So think about this in your house. Is there something about the way it's laid out that causes difficulty for you in your weight loss journey? So this is so many of us, right? My client was describing this and I have also been in this situation where I've got teenagers at home I'm standing in that mom command center spot behind the kitchen island, right? You're helping with homework. Maybe you're keeping the peace between the siblings. Maybe people are going in and out from practices. So you're pulling out food for one kid and then pulling out food for another one. Maybe you're doing some last minute meal prep or meal cleanup. But you can find yourself standing there and eating little bits for hours. This client that I'm talking about who had this wisdom to look at habits as well as layout of her house said that it could be really like four hours that she could be standing there and doing all this. Now, what does this lead to? It could lead to overeating, right? If you think about the eating even small amounts over the course of four hours, that could be too much for your day because you probably also ate the earlier meals, right? The other thing is even if you're just eating a little bit over time, this keeps your blood sugar up and your 
hormone insulin, which is your fat storage hormone, needs to come in and clear that blood sugar. So you've got your insulin that's up, that is telling your body to store fat. It also sets up your body for insulin resistance, which is a real problem for women over 50, because that is one of the things that leads to this belly weight gain. And then also health issues, because when you have that belly weight gain over 50, you're also getting deep fat around your organs in your torso there. So the insulin resistance and the fat around the organs lead to things like diabetes, fatty liver, and other serious medical conditions. So what can we do to change this? Well, my client in her wisdom said, well, I could do something different to disrupt it. We talked about, could you go somewhere else? A lot of us live in an open concept plan, right? And you walk in, you can see the living room, you can see the dining room, you're in the kitchen. And she said, literally, if I needed to be not in that room, I would be in my bedroom, which does not make sense in the middle of the afternoon if you're home with your teenagers. Some things that I personally would do when I noticed that there was just so much eating when I walked into the kitchen was I sat at the dining table. Even though it was a few steps away, I could have my laptop out. I was available for consultation if my kids had homework questions or schedule questions, but I wasn't standing by all the piles of food. My client sat down at the counter with her kids, so she wasn't standing up and moving around all these piles of food herself. She chose a time when she was going to eat her meal. Some of us have this day of the week, too, where the kids are moving in and out and we're not having so much the family dinner with everyone. So there's like the early dinner and the late dinner. And so she chose one and sat down with her teenager that was there and ate at that time. And she also noticed that there was some time for her to have more attention on that child rather than when she's kind of dancing around in the mom command center behind the kitchen island. And she was able to sit down and have a meal instead of snacking for that range of time when the kids came and went. I want to give you a little aside here, and that is that our teenagers do need that fourth meal. So whether they're there for a meal or it's after school and they need a snack, they do need that fourth kind of eating event for the day because of their metabolism, probably up till age 20. But us over 50 do not, unless we have underfed ourselves at a meal. And then, of course, we do need to eat something to nourish ourselves. But if we're looking at trying to keep to the meals, then we don't want to be eating all the time that our teenagers are eating because we have different metabolism than them and different health needs. Okay, so another thing you can do if you are needing to be in the kitchen is make a completely different habit. I have so many stories from clients about what their habit is. You walk into the pantry and you're reaching for you know, whatever it is, cereal, crackers, whatever. I have another client who said when she walks into the kitchen, there's the cupboard where there's the bag of nuts, a healthy snack. But every time she walks in, she walked to that cupboard where there was the bag of nuts. So take a notice in your day, where do you go when you walk into the kitchen? Maybe you open the fridge. What is it about your habit when you walk into the kitchen that works against your weight loss journey? So, of course, one way to disrupt a bad habit is to replace it with something else. So most of us are trying to get a little bit more hydrated. When we're professional women, 
we're pretty busy. We've got big lives at home with our kids and we have a lot that we do at work. So sometimes we get low on water. So maybe for you, it's reminding yourself every time you walk into the kitchen, I need to drink something. Or maybe you have a water bottle that's eye-catching or a glass that you can leave out that will catch your eye to remind you to drink water. And that will help disrupt you from going to that covered with the yummy nuts. Another one that a lot of my clients enjoy is making themselves some herbal tea when they go into the kitchen. Whether you're putting the kettle on the stove or turning on your hot pot, it seems like something that you're doing for yourself. If you're not in the mood for water and you want a little more flavor, then an herbal tea is really nice. So there's another idea for disrupting that habit. So today we've talked about looking at your home. What is the layout and what are your habits that cause problem with your weight loss journey? I did end up in our new house actually bringing this up with the architect. My brother-in-law is an architect and he designed our beautiful new home. And I said, I don't want to be dumped into the kitchen island when I come out of the mudroom. And he really, you know, made it just beautiful for us. When I walk out of the mudroom, I have the choice to go into the kitchen or into the living room area. And it doesn't seem so much like I'm just walking into a spot to eat, even when I go into the kitchen, because I have just enough steps to get in there. So it's kind of amazing how home design can play a difference. But my client was so right when she said, a lot of it is just disrupting our old habits. So what can you look at in your home that would make a difference for you? I'd love to hear more about it. So please feel free to reach out to me on social media. And I'd love to hear ideas about how disrupting habits for you or looking at how the layout of your house is or just standing in a different spot or sitting in a different spot in your home can make a difference to make your weight loss journey much more easy. Thanks so much for being with me today. Hello, this is Dr. Heather Awa. Thanks so much for listening to the Vibrant MD podcast today. Please leave us a rating today. It helps us get in front of more people who can use the help of the information that's here. Take care and have a great day.